Thank you so much. So our text today, right, um, is an often familiar text, right, of, of, of Jesus beginning to go and call his disciples. And so we see in this text that Jesus um, and Mark pops up out of nowhere. He just pops up out of nowhere and, and on the shores um, of the Sea of Galilee. And so, um, you know, people begin to talk about Jesus in this way. Um, theologians begin to be like, oh, this was like right after Jesus, you know, um, got baptized and was in the wilderness fasting 40 days. And then, the, you know, Satan, the adversary, tested him. And then he pops up to, to begin to uh, get disciples, right, to recruit disciples, to evangelize <laughs> to get disciples. And so um, we, we see that um, many theologians begin to say that Jesus then takes on the role of John the Baptist um, in a sense where he's saying, repent that message, repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is here. Repent, for the kingdom of God is here. So we see Jesus saying this over and over again after even um, recruiting the, the disciples. And what I want to bring that in, I wanted to touch on that because this gospel is political. Because it was coming against the, the systems of that time, right? That you needed to repent because we were not getting it right. We were falling short. Sounds familiar to me, right? In this world, we, we, we're, we're missing. We're falling short. Our government government is falling short right now, right? And religious religious leaders, religious institutions are falling short right now, saying some crazy things. And I think, you know, uh, we are surrounding the Sea of Galilee, right? We're, we're talking about the lake effect. We're talking about these waters in which we begin to enter in into life, right? Some people say that water is a represent, representation of life, the struggles of life, and also like birthing and also um, joy. So then we begin to see that this gospel is political. That's what I want to point out right now, okay? And so um, with Jesus walking on the sea, of, walking on the shore of the Sea of Galilee and see these brothers, right? Two sets of brothers. And um, so I, I begin to think about this. Uh, because one thing that they were doing, they were working already. They had a life, they had a livelihood, right? The first thing that I want to point out is that we can be deep in our careers, deep in whatever we're doing in life, right? And all of a sudden, something happens where we're like, wait, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And many people are going through that right now in this time, do I really want to be a pastor? <laughs> you know, a lot of pastors are thinking about that, right? Do I really want to be a doctor? Do I really want to be an accountant? Do I really want this? And I think that this is a time where we may be getting met by Christ, right? To ask those questions. Um, because what Christ did was meet them in their career and say, come, follow me. And there takes courage to begin to discern 
and decipher if I need to stop what I'm doing and follow. So he came to James and John, right? And then Simon and Andrew. And, and James and John was with their father Zebedee, right? So Zebedee, did Zebedee leave? No, Zebedee did not leave. So I wanna say that there's some of us that need to stay where we are and work in the area in which God, I believe, called Zebedee to stay where God was. I mean, to stay where Zebedee was. And so some of us need to stay where we are. I know I'm one of those people. I need to stay where I am right now, you know, to, to begin to hear Christ deeper in that call. So in all of this, God is calling each and every one of us to something. To something. And what I'm venturing to say is, is God is calling us to disrupt some things. Disrupt some things within our own life. Disrupt some things within this system, this world, this city, um, this political system. Um, because that's what Jesus was doing. He disrupted everyday life, right? He went to these disciples who were doing what they were called to do in that moment and disrupted what they were doing to say, come and follow me. I think they were courageous to just, I believe that they knew about Jesus, right? But they didn't know really what he was up to, but they had the faith to say, you know what? I'm going to step out and go and follow. And Jesus said that he would make them fisher of men, right? Fisher of people. And, and I, I think about that and I'm like, okay, you know, what does that really mean? You know, like what? Okay, you're talking to them in their language, right? They, they're, they're, they are fishers. And so you're talking to them in their language. What does that mean for them? So I thought about like, oh, what is, so one, some was mending the net, right? James and John were mending the net. And so there are times in our lives where we cast out, right, and, and, and try, so for me, for an example, I, I'm trying to build, and I talk about my dad a lot, I'm trying to build a relationship with my dad, right? I cast my net out, you know, it comes back with holes, right? It comes back like, you know, and, and what that looks like is I call, no answer. I call again and, yup, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay, all right, bye. You know, or an argument. And my net comes back sometimes wounded. My net comes back with holes in it. And so I need to mend my net. And how do I mend my net? I mend my net in community. In community. There was James, John, and Zebedee, and workers. So where are you casting your net and you are bringing it back and it's not like you sent it out. It has holes in it. it is right here, cast the net for volunteers, right? It comes back like, whoa, you know? Um, and, and so what do we do then? We, 
I believe that in this text, one, we're, we're learning some things, right? One, it's that God calls us either to stay where we are or to leave where we are to disrupt. Three, that some of us, even in our going away, we're always going to be fishers, right? We're always going to be casting our net. And sometimes it comes back with holes in it. And so we need community around us to begin to help us mend those holes. I think about our text and I wonder, I wonder in many ways, where are you? Are you Zebedee? Are you James, John, Simon, Andrew? Are you Jesus? Are you, are you just the net right now? In Armchair Travelers, there's a quote that says, we may need to remind ourselves of this obvious fact. Not everyone is called to leave the boats and nets, to leave family and place. The vast majority of us are called to stay where we are as we serve God. In these moments of thinking about where you are in the text, I invite you to begin to parallel it to your everyday living right now. And see where God is calling you. Is God calling you to leave? Is God calling you to stay? Is God calling you to Or is God calling you in many of those areas? Because for me, it's to stay and to mend my net. I want you to think about that for a moment, and then we will join in corporate prayer.
In all of this, God calls us into community. Even when God calls us out, God called the disciples into community. And those who stayed were called into community. We can't do this without community. So let us pray. Gracious God, we come before you thanking you that you call us to many things. But most of all, you call us into community. I ask, oh God, that every person that is online and in this space sense a deeper call to community that they know that you are a very present help, that you would never leave them, never forsake them. And you show up in many ways. So open us up that we may know you in every experience of our lives, that we may sense your call, no matter what that call is, and that we may have the faith to begin to move in that call. Holy Spirit, we ask that you give us wisdom and strategy to begin to come against the systems that are oppressive to call people to repent as our Christ called people to repent. Allow for that spirit to rise up within us that we may be your children here on earth. We ask this all in Jesus and your many names, I pray. Amen.